feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Aberdeen's a tough challenge whether it's home or away and we've took nine points from nine so I'm very pleased with the outcomes of the three games Alfredo's back with a bang uh, Celtic now have a positive case and another 15 playing and coaching staff are being required to isolate as in any situation like this it's for the football authorities to decide whether further action is necessary and it's for them to consider that carefully, carefully. The Goal Radio Football Show with Paul Cooney Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry with OPC Energy Limited the renewable energy specialists call 0808 17 17 700. Yeah, you had the headlines there in the news. COVID dominating at the top, but the big news for us. It's Sai's 33rd birthday, Sai. Yes. Happy birthday, how are you? Thanks very much, lads. Every day is my birthday that I get to spend with you, so... Uh, oh, that's um, nice, uh, that's And nice. thanks very much for my presence as well. What a team uh, user. <laughs> so, here, my birthday's in a couple of weeks. I bet oh. I've got the same amount of presents he did there. I've got you a couple of the overshirts as well. Come and find him. Love that. Wait till, you see, wait till you see how he's dressed Friday. It'll be the best you've ever seen him. <laughs> I've picked him a couple of overshirts, so... Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yep. The cake's coming in shortly. James has the cake for you. It's in from McGee's. Uh, and where else? would it be tonight so much to talk about 0808 17 17 700 and what's it going to mean for the football what's it going to mean for the SPFL Rangers 22 points clear Celtic are playing in just a couple of hours but it's going to be very much a depleted team against Hibs but uh, Barry good news that the game is going ahead yeah that's the good news that the the game is going ahead it it didn't get uh cancelled um, and I think the, the reason is Celtic have got a big enough uh, squad to cope with the obviously the 13 players having to self-isolate so um, they'll be they'll be happy as I said that the, the game's going ahead that's the main thing Not such good news today about lower league clubs under the championship it's closing so that means Barry for you and for you in the first division how are you feeling Si? That's, uh, you don't know when you'll be playing again Nah devastated the boys were straight on the group chat as I was saying, he's off, off air. We've got boys up for London playing for us. They're going to need to sit in a flat for three weeks. I really feel for them. You know, at least I've got my family in that around us. But there is some boys who, all they've got is the football. You know, they look forward to Tuesday, Thursday training, the game on a Saturday. And we're not going to have that. And, and I think it could go on longer than three weeks. And it's um, it's heartbreaking. That's what kept, it's kept me going through lockdown. You know, playing football, watching it. Uh, and if it gets stopped, it will affect a lot of people's lives. So... Fingers crossed that after this three weeks that we can all get back playing and, and watching. First division, second division, the Lowland League, Barry, your own, the Highland League yeah. and the Women's Leagues as well. It's going to be tough for people as well, mental health. Yeah, exactly. Look, I, I felt this, this news was coming. Um, you said it on Friday on this yeah, programme. Yeah. And just getting the, the word uh, for the general manager about half past 11 that we're obviously going to suspend for three weeks. It is disappointing. Uh, I agree with what Sai said there. Um, it's been keeping us going through this this tough period. Um, but the thing that I worry most about, especially my own players, is their mental health. Um, some of them have lost jobs um, through this and the only thing was getting out on a Tuesday and a Thursday night and spending a couple of hours with the boys and training and keeping themselves fit and then uh, going for a game on the Saturday. So I, I'm going to... Um, I, I sent a text on the group chat. I'm going to speak to every everybody individually. 
and if they've got any um, issues or any problems um, I'm going to try my best to, to help them if I can't help them I can hopefully um, forward them on to what a gaffer isn't it that's brilliant but that's what brilliant you need of course it? It I'm sure you'll have the same with you and Jim McAnally and your players at Peterhead yeah definitely we're constantly on at the boys if anyone's got any problems give us a phone any, any, any time any, any time come up to my house well no listen come up to my house but if you need a chat stand yep. outside my house and we'll have a chat and it's just it's just horrible times you know And but the thing is Paul right there's, there's not been any cases in the lower league so why is it getting suspended mm-hmm. and why can people still go to Dubai half of Glasgow's in Dubai just now but yet we can't play football for three weeks uh, when there's been no cases that, that have stopped games yeah I, I was I was saying that if Paul, before you come in, we, we, we've had one case, one one player had uh, coronavirus, the other one had um, had to self-isolate because his partner had it, um, so we've stuck to all the the protocols and the guidelines and, and we've been, I wouldn't say lucky, we've, we've done everything by the book and as I said, we've not had a, a lot of problems and I think I can speak for a lot of teams in the lower level and you're probably the same at, at Peterhead, um, so... That that is disappointing because there's a lot of work went in behind the scenes at all these part time clubs and for it to suspend for three weeks is, is really disappointing because as I said that I understand health is number one sure. um, but football means a lot of people um, and been no fans there as well these guys can watch their teams yeah. um, watch it on on the video. streaming that, yeah, yeah. the, the stream so it's the, the biggest thing for me is the mental health of people mm-hmm. and as I said it's important that. Um, all the, all the, us as a club, we're going to be there for the players, which I think the most important thing. And I think I'm I'm speaking for every single club whose um, league's been suspended. Did you listen to uh, Sean Dyche? Actually, no, I, I actually like yeah. Sean Dyche's uh, idea. He said yeah. that every every footballer oh, yeah. should be get the vaccine. That's right. Yeah. Because it's not just for footballers, as we're saying, it's for the fans. Yeah. You know, when I'm in lockdown, I look forward to watching a game. And I've been yeah. homeschooling my kids all day today on my birthday. How did it go? I had yeah. a can of spell dad properly, so <laughs> that'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> My birthday card, he spelt yeah. it wrong. But uh, and, and what I'm looking forward to is being able to watch the football tonight. Yeah. So no, it's not just a selfish point of view of mm. the players to get the vaccine so that we can play football on a Saturday. It's for yeah. everyone. Mm. As I say, it's what people look forward to. It's what is getting them through lockdown. I, I think Sean, Sean Dyche's idea was a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Every player to get the vaccine so that we continue the football. Of course. Yeah. But don't let's not forget, we do understand health is number one. Yeah. And I think he was saying get money to the NHS, yep. NHS as well. Yeah. The money yep. that was I think yeah. it's a great idea. Course, I, I've yeah. seen that interview and I, I, I'm all for it. Um, and as I said, football does keep a lot of people going. It's not just the people who are playing it, it's the people who's involved running about the club. Yeah. Yeah. And as I say, the fans can still get there, but when they watch the streams yeah. on a Saturday or a Tuesday night whenever their, their team's playing. Well, what did you see on the yeah. homeschooling? Has your boys been homeschooling you? I <laughs> <laughs> how you drink. <laughs> Can you do you do the schooling? No, they're they're, they're all finished school. I have the right. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's tough by the way. Paul. Did, did it work today? Microsoft Teams. I heard there were some problems this morning. Two of my daughters are teachers, but uh, uh, is it hard? Is it hard to get them to concentrate? Oh, it's impossible. My missus is working from home, so she's oh. nine to five working. And imagine me trying to teach two kids. About, I can't what, even. What do. ages are they? Six and eight. <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, they've got me on toast, man. That, that would be my worst nightmare. Yeah, uh, it's tough. What a time! There's never been a time like it. We heard Barry saying there, Barry, with all your experience, captain of Rangers, captain of Scotland, but you're having to speak to your players because they're now in furlough. Yeah. They're now it's, some of them have got part-time jobs. Some are losing their jobs. We've never known anything like it. At the top of the tree in the Premiership, mm-hmm. you've got Celtic in the focus today. Mm-hmm. You know they're at the centre of this storm at the moment. They've got one player who uh, proved positive is uh, Julian um, and from that the criticism coming from all sides now I'm sure with hindsight they probably wished well maybe they wished they hadn't gone over to Dubai because everyone's got a view on it uh, but you feel for people who have Covid and 
those who are going to be affected by it now. What do you feel yourself, Barry, on this? In terms of Celtic, I, I can understand the, the, the benefits of going because, as I said previously, it's worked for them. Um, as long as I, I'd mentioned last week in the show, as long as you, you stick to all the correct protocols and, all, uh, and stick to the, the guidelines. And I'm sure Celtic done that. Look, I, I look at it as disappointing and I can see why everybody's jumped on the bandwagon, but in the same hand, a, a player could get it here. Mm, he could yeah. catch it easily here as well. Um, so I, I can understand people being frustrated and angry, but I can all, also understand the reasons why a club make the decision. And they, they'll take everything into consideration before they went to Dubai. Well, we, yep. we, we know during the Christmas period the numbers of, of COVID-19 has gone up and, and gone up but I'm, I'm sure Celtic as a club spoke spoke about it yeah. and they, they took the decision now when they took the decision I didn't have a problem at the time I've got to be totally honest mm. with you yep. um, and I can understand as I said why that they've taken this but with a player coming back with it, it is disappointing but yep. on the other hand it could have happened here but see how the government are so angry now that, that why didn't they just stop them from going? Mm-hmm. Why are people still being allowed to leave the country mm-hmm. if, if that, the pandemic's so bad? Yeah. And we're, we're cancelling games, as I say, that no cases have came from, but yet people are going to Dubai and coming back with, with COVID. Yep. It doesn't make sense to me. They were given permission because yeah, that, was, the SFA, that was in line with the rules yeah, at the time. Yeah, the yeah. SFA, that's the reason yep. why they didn't um, go down the route to having a chat with them about it because they'd clearly give them, give them the, the, the green light to go. So I see for people listening, Barry was telling us before, what are the protocols like at Peterhead and therefore at Celtic, at Rangers, everywhere? All the things that the clubs are doing to try and keep the, the people safe. Yeah, we're doing everything. I mean, we're spending a fortune on, on, on COVID um, stuff to, to make sure that we're doing everything properly. Boys are travelling up themselves to training. So that's your own petrol money. You're, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but for no, boys who are on part-time money, yeah, yeah, up to Dundee. Uh, on a Tuesday, yeah. you're, you're, we're driving up in our cars ourselves. As I say, we can't get shimmers. We're straight back in the cars, we're back up the road. And then, as Fergie says, when you get up to the ground, you only need to go in separately. We're in se- different dressing rooms. You know, we, we, we play there, and we're, we're getting changed in a, in a stadium, freezing cold in the middle of winter. Mm. Uh, as Fergie says, sanitising your hands constantly. Um, and like Fergie says, people behind the scenes, people at Peterhead are working tirelessly and make sure that everything's done properly every Friday you're sent an email the protocols for the different stadium you're really? going to play it so everyone is doing their bit and it's just do- so disappointing that, that we're going to get that three week break yeah we're, we're the same at, at training we've got six or seven committee members who take their own time out um, to make sure that um, the temp- temperatures took before they walk into the stadium yeah, the obviously the, the two metre distance is still there um, our players come ready to go on the pitch and train tell um, us they're sanitised the sorry tell us about the ball going out of play yeah but if the ball goes out of play it gets sanitised before we're allowed to bring it back it's stuff like that look it's it's not hundreds and hundreds of pounds worth of money we're spending but we're, we're, we tried everything possible to make sure we were we were doing everything right mm. um, and I've got to give the club credit for that and I'm sure so I'll speak for Peterhead and I'm sure every part time club um, yeah. would have been the same uh, so and as I said, it is disappointing that it's suspended, but... Jink will get back soon. Can you not see it? I, I just... I watch the news every day and I just see this this virus getting worse and worse. Um, it's a, a suspension for three weeks. I hope it comes back, but I'm, 
I'm unsure whether it will come back. The thing is as well, Paul, sorry, no. it's three weeks you're off. I mean, you need another pre-season. Of course, your fitness, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, the vaccine's the thing. We need to see the rollout ahead. We've heard figures today and that's good. We're going to get figures now every day. Surely let's get the vaccine out there for as many people as possible. Yeah. And people to get it, because this is the only way through. The weather will get better, but not for a couple of months. So, yeah, what's it going to mean for your fitness, for example, and your players? So, I've got that. Obviously, we're off for three weeks and then I've got a two-game suspension when that comes back. So... It looks like I'll not be playing for football for six weeks. As I say, I'm lucky that I've got a family and kids that I can go home and yep. it keeps me going. But for guys that are living on their own or, as I say, two boys up for London, if that's them and they're not playing football for six weeks, you start to worry about people. Of course. And all they can do is get out for a jog maybe an hour a day. They're not training. And Fergie will tell you, not playing for three weeks, four weeks and going back into a competitive games. that's when injuries start happening. We've got a thin squad as it is. If we come back and guys pick up injuries, it'll be tough. It'll be tough for us to finish the season with the, with the, with the group of players that we've got. Good point, Barry. You saw that at the weekend. You were two up against Stranraer at half-time. Yeah, we, but what happened? We didn't have a game for a, a, a few weeks. Um, and when you don't... Listen, you can do all the training, but you need to play games of football. Mm-hmm. And obviously we had games um, called off due to the weather. Obviously we know what the weather's been like the last couple of weeks. So it did affect us. Look, I'm not going to use that as an excuse no. that Stranraer won, but we, I mean it was two different teams. Yeah. The first half we were excellent, and we just tired. And, and credit to Stranraer, um, they come back and they've been playing games of football. And they, they look fitter and stronger. But my guys, I mean, as I said, we, we was no training for the last couple of weeks. We, I've sent through various runs. Um, their fitness levels are good, but mm. training and playing games of football is a total different fitness. I think it's important to go radio listeners hear about the protocols and the amount of work going on in Scottish football at all levels. And it's been phenomenal and it's to be the credit. It's not perfect, but there's so much work going on. And I feel the football can be an easy target, um, but we have to take care. I, I, take a, yeah, I agree with you, Paul. Yeah. Mm. I think it is an, think easy, an easy target. target. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, I think do. if you went yeah. round every single club in Scotland... Yep. They're, they're doing everything in their power to make sure things are done properly Look, even the things I'm talking about sanitising yep. we've got to do a questionnaire every time the boys turn up for training it's powerful what yeah. you're, so, you're both telling us because we don't really know what's going on and I'm not sure that uh, people realise out there Ryan's on the line he's called in hi Ryan good evening hi lads how you doing yeah we're, we're fine thanks how are you hi I'm good mate I'm good okay what's your point uh, it's just I had no problem with Celtic going to Dubai, obviously, one winter training and that. Um, but I didn't understand how only 13 players are having to isolate. I mean, surely, when Julian's had it, they've all got to fly home together. So how is only spending eight hours on a flight and only half the squad having to isolate? That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if you can any more than me, but... Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. It's so funny. I asked Fergie that just I, before we came online on air, didn't I, I? I thought about it at first... With yep. the Scotland under 21 scenario yep. That there was 10 players Had to self-isolate I think it was Ross McCrory mm-hmm. Who had um, got the virus yep. And I was wondering Well you take a squad of 22, 23 players You're sitting In the same area on the plane mm-hmm. And that was something why I was wondering It must be a distance thing I'll be honest with you I don't exactly know mm-hmm. But it must be a, a, a distance um, Scotland, Scotland know the same this it year did. as well Remember, Was it Stuart Armstrong? Uh, Stuart Armstrong Ryan so, Christie had and, to and, and, and McGregor because you think yeah. when you're away with Scotland or, or away with a group, you all eat together in the same place and mm-hmm. you're walking about the hotel together. And uh, So I've no clue either. Thirti- only 13 need to isolate. It must, like Fergie said, be a distance. Yeah, yeah. I, I would fully expect that if, I mean, you yeah. know what it's like in a, a team environment. You're in you're in a room when you, you eat breakfast, yeah. lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have team meetings. Mm-hmm. 
and that team will be in the same room as well. So that's something that I, I mean it happened with the under twenty ones mm-hmm. I mentioned. I, I I thought it was strange that only half the squad had have to self isolate, and it's similar thing with Celtic, but it must be a. A two metre distance thing Lewis was one as well Your nephew was one that had to yep, he, was, he was two rows behind yep. The player who Contracted the, the, the virus Let's hear what John Kennedy Had to say That This is before today But he did talk about The protocols in Dubai Yeah it was good You know we know What we get there In terms of the training facility The hotel And, and everything around the place So from my perspective In terms of the football side It was a really good trip Yeah, We got a lot of work done Which would have been difficult here Considering the, the weather And the circumstance We've got here So you know Really good sessions Really intense week You know and hopefully That sets us up well For the remainder of the season now. Probably you guys back here Probably got a snapshot Of you know One or two pictures That might kick around And it, it paints a a picture which is probably a bit false in the terms that you know the whole week we had a lot of people who spent a lot of time and effort travelling out there before we arrived making sure everything was ready for us protocols in Dubai they worked very hard with us in terms of giving us our own areas we had our own pretty much for a period our own tower our own eating places our own meeting groups pretty much left in our own entrance and exits you know and that allowed us to train well in terms of the, the facility itself training sessions we got out there the work we got done we couldn't, we couldn't replicate it here and that's been the same in the past Barry sounds pretty thorough. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I'm not surprised at that at all. I, I don't think they would have took the chance no. to go there if everything wasn't inch perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, this virus has been sweeping not just Scotland, the world. but yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure when Celtic made that decision to go to Dubai, as you just heard John Kennedy say there, they, they sent people two or three days out before they actually mm. arrived to make sure all the protocols were in place. So I don't think Celtic would have took any chances. And I says with uh, Julian getting mm. it, he, got, he maybe got it in Dubai, he maybe have got it here before he actually went yes. on the trip. I've seen some people saying, why should he be there if he's injured? But yeah. I think we were saying the whole team's been under so much pressure this year that you can see Celtic's side of why they want to get away. They want to get away from the noise. You know, they lost a big game last year, they went to Dubai and it done them the world of good. So for that point of view, you can see why they've done it. Celtic like have no went over there thinking that somebody's gonna get if, if there was any chance that they thought someone could someone could get it through being there, then they wouldn't have went. And like you said, Paul, hindsight's a, a wonderful oh, thing, is, but they yeah. could have got it here as well. Yeah. But now they need to go on for me the biggest game in their season with with yep. thirteen players. So I think if they look yep. back they would make obviously make a, a a different decision, but at the time, you know, you yep. can see why they went. In terms of what Sai just said there about injured players going as a manager you want the full squad together, together. Yep. it's important you have a, a real togetherness and if I'm a manager and I'm going away anywhere mm-hmm. I would always take I know how difficult it is being injured when you're in a physio's room and your teammates are out in the training ground or, or whatever so I, I see the reason why uh, you take everybody Ryan as a Hearts fan you must be desperate for the season to continue in the Premiership and in the Championship oh absolutely Um I mean, if they called it the same as last season right now, I wouldn't be too unhappy, to be honest, if we got promoted back up. But hopefully, for everyone's sake, this mm. football can just continue. Eh? Exactly. Because um, yep. like you were saying earlier, it impacts everyone's mental health. Mm. And yep. It just it, it gives a lift just watching your team on a Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. Ryan's bang on, and I think everybody agrees with that. that. That's the thing that I worry about. There's so many people... I mean, football means not just about the people who play it, it's the people surrounding the clubs and, yeah. the, uh, and the fans, the most important thing. They can't get to games. The next best fix is watching their team play on the, the streams. But it's even like shows like this. People love tuning in to listen to podcasts yeah. and, and radio shows. It's everything that goes with football. You know, it's not just a Saturday you watch, you watch your team. People in Scotland are obsessed with football. You know, that, that's who we are as a nation. We need it to keep going. 
because I get so many messages, you know, talking about the radio and the podcast and how it keeps people going. So if we didn't have football, we didn't have that side of it either. We're going to talk about that next because tonight Celtic play without 13 of their players. The manager and the assistant manager won't be there. Strachan is back in the dugout. It was a good line. Did you hear it on, read it on Twitter? No. Somebody I, says Gavin Strachan never got it because his laptop's got antivirus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an iPad. iPad, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's the matter. Rangers, 22 points clear. So we're going to discuss all of that next here on the Go Radio Football Show. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go. We're very pleased with the results coming here. Uh, we said before the game, it's a tough game. Credit to Aberdeen staying in the game. I thought we were excellent until 2-0. The chances we were creating were, was very good. But at 2-0, we, we changed our mentality and our mindset. We decided to try and play walk and football. We were playing passes and making decisions that we didn't need to make. My leaders on the pitch didn't change us in terms of having the right balance behind the ball. So there's a lot of things we need to look at within the performance and the results but to take nine from nine from Aberdeen's uh, a big effort from the boys feeling on it having watched it was Ryan's doing everything he can not to make the challenge and it shows law that if he'd actually tried to make a, ch- a challenge then he'd probably get a yellow card in the penalty you know and I think John Beaton explained that at half time I think he's in no man's land with a decision and he knows how harsh that is it's such a severe punishment that red card and a penalty and it's not no, what we wanted of course and I do think it's, um, it's really tough on us I know they haven't scored but the impact of having down to 10 men in the first half against Rangers is, it makes it really challenging but it was a challenge I thought my players stood up to Derek McInnes there on the game and on the red card but a a good win for Rangers Barry 15 in a row Yeah a a great three points Um, I've got to be honest with you that the first half I thought Rangers dominated Um, sometimes it's harder playing against 10 men but I've got to agree with what the manager said there Um, they they kind of took their foot off the gas a Mm. wee bit they got shook up with Aberdeen scoring that goal and then they got their heads together and then they they seen the game out Um, so an excellent three points you've got to be happy Whenever you go to Petodre, you know it's going to be a tough game. The way Derek's team's been playing over the last uh, month or so, and they've been in fine form. So I think overall, you've got to be delighted. I'm sure the manager will be delighted by coming back down the road with the three points, which is the most important thing. Morella's back, two goals, uh, and back on form. Yeah, anyone that says that Morella shouldn't play for Rangers, often not. He's Rangers' best player for me, most yeah. important player. I mean, why Aberdeen stood two and three yards off him, I'll never know. You know, you can't get a guy like Morelos two yards in the box. You see, he, both these finishes are brilliant, by the way. Mm. His left foot, the first goal to go, go through, back through his legs. Joe Lewis has got absolutely no chance. But I thought his all-round play was excellent. You know, he, he was drifting off to the left. I think he made Kent's chance, the one that Johnny Hayes blocks off the line. Yep. He plays a lovely wee one-two to get the penalty. And you would hate to play against him yeah. because he's constant. He's always up for a battle. He wants to run channels, uh, team player, and then as you see the way he finishes but I thought Rangers set their stall out I thought that's the best they've played for five or six weeks and I thought they got back to what they've been good at early on in the season is early doors they put the ball right in behind Aberdeen you know Morella should probably do better with his chance but after that Aberdeen then need to drop off a bit and they kind of go and press them high and that gave Rangers a lot of room for players like Kamara and Aribo to go and to win and and do you know what Paul they're they're very brave the midfield players they take the ball when there's players next to them Mm. and they deal with well they didn't just take it and pass it back five yards or ten yards they actually try and play we give and goes and round the corners and it's tough to play against fair game I'll come back to the word that I've used plenty of times there's a lot of patience in this Rangers team now. Um, they, they keep the ball and they wait for that opening. And they wait for, like, yesterday, an Aberdeen player switching off and then they'll go and create the chance. Um, so that that's the biggest improvement I see for this Rangers team. In terms of Morelos, I've got to be honest with you, I, I firmly believe 
Morelos and the Rangers team Rangers are a better football team there's no yeah. doubt about it and he showed that yesterday I was delighted with, with his performance the first minute I'm thinking to myself is he going to be slack again where sometimes you get that from him but I thought as the game went on he got stronger and his, his two finishes were, were excellent and his overall link up play yeah. must have delighted the manager even the first goal you talk about patience Tavernier doesn't just fling the ball in the box you know he lifts mm. his head and he finds Kent who then plays a nice few ball to Morelos so when Rangers play it's going to be tough for people I, I say it all the time teams in the SPL because they're so well set up I mean I think Aberdeen had a couple of chances mm-hmm. Sam Cosgrove and it's 2v2 I think yeah. that's the only way you're going to get a chance against Rangers is on the counter attack because in, in general play their setup's so good off the ball that it's tough for teams like but Aberdeen to make, the, to, to make they, a lot of chances they keep the ball really well yeah. now as well yeah. as I say they don't force things which I thought last season if games were going on and it was pretty close they would go and try and force a pass now there's a lot as I say I'll go back to that word there's a lot more patience about them they keep the ball moving and then they wait for a team um, who they're playing against they switch off and then they go and make it um, count Here's Chris a Rangers fan waiting on the line from Kings Park in Glasgow Hi Chris Hi how are you doing? Yeah, Hi Chris Big win again on Sunday how are you feeling? Oh I'm just buzzing that the 2019-2020 Morelos is back to be honest that's yeah. the one I'm most happy with he just looked back to his best didn't he the first minute of that chance you thought oh he's a bit caught cold but after that he played so well yeah. I, I, I don't even think even if he's not scoring goals Morelos he, he still needs to play mm-hmm. ask Ash Taylor he had nightmares last night about Morelos yeah. you know Roof, Roof's good yeah. but I, prefer, I think Roof's better off the right mm-hmm. I think Morelos is an out and out centre forward that wants to bully defenders wants to get a hold of the ball as Barry says his link up plays much better and when that ball comes in the box Rangers have not got a better player I, than I think the manager's played them well this season yeah. in terms of when he's made mistakes in terms of the United game you get that suspension you never come straight back in the team and that, that's making him hungry yeah. you know what I mean he, he, he's not guaranteed to get straight into that team because there's good competition for places up front mm-hmm. but I thought yesterday I, I thought everything about him showed why there's clubs that are want to pay big money. If he keeps that sort of form up, Rangers won't be able to hold on to him. He's been giving go for the penalty was was brilliant, wasn't it? Excellent, and yeah. he, he's got that in his locker. Yeah. He just needs to do it more consistently. Because for me, I think he's a a, a top striker. I really do. Crisis, Tavernier you, missed a penalty. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It was uh, that's the first one he's in a long time. Exactly. I know. I know. Yeah. He done everything yeah. right with the penalty apart yeah. from obviously stick it in of the course. net but listen we can let him off for the season that, that Tavernier's had again he, he, he's, sure. he's took his game to a different level this season Rangers are not going to slip up now are they? Are they Barry? They're not they're playing so well, well. the way they're showing to me yeah. just now they're showing as I said something that yeah. has been missing the last couple yeah. of years a mindset in knowing that every game they go into they need to make sure if they're not in top form they find a way of winning and they're doing that again I thought it was an improvement I think the last five games mm-hmm. previous to the, the St Mun defeat in the League Cup final they weren't exactly on it but they knew how to win a game of football and I thought at times especially in the first half I thought some of the football oh. some of the, the the passages they play was, was excellent it's it's a great, great game as well wasn't it? it's great to uh, watch I, I, yeah. I, the sending off kills the game for me you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the game as sure. it is and again we were talking about English football I watched Arsenal Newcastle oh. the next day or was it the same night? And Rangers Aberdeen was a miles better game than that. Was that bug fast? But come back to the penalty in a moment or two. Uh, Chris, you were coming back in there. Yeah, uh, just sort of about uh, the sort of the what Barry mentioned there about Morelos and potentially off in the summer. Uh-huh. Like, see if think if if we manage to sort of win the league and then go forward and potentially get that Champions League group stage, do you think that's the potential only aspect that we can keep this sort of core body of players? 
It could be, but listen, uh, is it Stuart Robert, Robertson um, yep. and the AGM that there, there is going to come a time that Rangers might need to cash in in one or two assets. That that's mm-hmm. my only my only issue with things. But look, if you you want to play Champions League as a footballer, I mean that that's the ultimate place to play your football, and that 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 listen that that gives you a glimmer of hope that maybe you you can keep these sort of players. Um, but if they keep this sort of form up and money talks like everybody's got a price in their head and if he keeps that sort of form up you're, you're talking 15-20 million pounds for Morelos there's no uh, doubt maybe nearer 20 yeah, but you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be worried if you were Rangers because the recruitment's been that good yeah. you know uh-huh. they'll have people in place that they're ready to go and, and it will only need to be big names because they'll go and get Kamara for 50 grand they'll go and get Balligan on a free Roof okay you go and pay a bit more for him Alan McGregor a free Steve Davis a free so I wouldn't be too worried because I think as I say the recruitment's been excellent um, and, and they as I've said before they signed players that fit their system So si, I'm telling you the manager would have earmarked possibilities that might leave in the summer yeah. and he would have identified yeah. already replacements as I said that that's the a big difference in Rangers well, if you look at recruitment it's been excellent they're already linked with free transfers and good mm. free transfers we're talking about the boy Lundstrom at Sheffield yeah. United he looks to me that he would fit into their mm. style of play you could get him on a free transfer Scott Wright we're hearing again at Aberdeen mm. yep Today, you know, you could see him playing in a Rangers front three the way he plays, the way he presses the ball. So, as we've said, yeah, if you can go and get £20 million for Morelos, I, I would take it if Chris, I was Rangers because have... I think their recruitment's good enough to replace Not just him. now. We'll wait till the no, summer. No, no. <laughs> Chris, do you agree with that uh, for the summer? Uh, I, I, I am not because I think you say, you, you talk about the boy right and I think he, is a, he will be a good player mm-hmm. and I think that if, if it comes to a three, I think it's, there's a no risk no aspect for Rangers taking them on board. But I think if we're to get in the Champions League football and we have that next step up, we, we can Whilst obviously there's a lot of good players in Scotland. Yeah, yeah I, really the market I, I, I agree, with, I agree yeah. with Chris. That's something that the manager will, will need to speak to the board about. Like if they are going to have aspirations of getting in that Champions League, you, you do need to keep your best players. There's no doubt about it. Um, so that's some that's a big decision that I will need to come Rangers way in the summer. But in terms of January, there's absolutely no chance that anybody well. Mm-hmm. Some players will leave the ones that are on um, the edges of the first team to go and get game time. But the most important Rangers players have got no chance of leaving. Would you in take Nisbet Ferry in the summer? Hibs. Yeah, depending on prices still in contracts. Yeah. I. Um, but as I said, I'm sure the the managers already identified targets. That he would like to bring in if these players do leave. The thing is, as well, the manager's a big pull for players, isn't he? Yeah. Stephen Gerrard, you know, you hear people saying that they want to play for Stephen Gerrard. I think the boy Lundstrom, he's a scouser. I think oh. he grew up as a Liverpool fan. So, you know, if he's getting a chance to come and play for Stephen Gerrard, it's a, it's a no brainer for guys like that. He'll walk up to Govan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially for Sheffield, because have you been to Sheffield? I have, yeah. Oh, you'd walk anywhere to get there. <laughs> They're great, pe- great people. <laughs> they are great people. I'm people. I, like I know you are. I know. Uh, Chris, uh, you'll be feeling for the guys uh, in the lower leagues, including Cy and Barry, because that's the. They're not going to be playing for at least another three or four weeks. Let's hope we can get football back. Yeah, definitely. Just on that, um, what's what's the stick with that? Is see down down in those leagues? Is it pay as you play, or is it an aspect of like you're in contract, you still get paid, and these lads still going to get paid? Yeah, if it was pay as you play, mate, I'd never get paid. In terms of in terms of my club, Chris, um, our players will be placed on furlough now. Mm. Uh, oh, the fair, yeah. Yeah, they'll be they'll be put on furlough. Do you think it'll be the same? I don't know, you'll need to ask the I'll need, the to, sell that. I'll need to sell that house. <laughs> but I, I think it's important yeah. that people realise 
There's no money, no income. There's no money. Yeah. No fans obviously coming through. The, the only way that we're pay- earning a bit of money is through the stream. Pay per view. Mm. Yeah. The, yep. the stream. That's yep. it. And as I said, it's, it's tough times for a, a lot of clubs. You think all these players, all these families, people associated, yeah, they'll be going on furlough because the furlough scheme's on till the end of April. Yeah. So eighty percent. Well, that, that's what I'm worried yep. about. Yeah. My players. First and foremost, they've got families, they've got bills to pay as well. A lot of the boys are like personal trainers and that as well, Fergie, so they're self-employed, they're not working just now, and they rely on the football money to pay their mortgage to get food If you're on 80% of your money, you're struggling. And a few of my boys have lost their job during during, um, this COVID-19 thing. So it's tough times. Look, it's not just my players. In general terms, it's tough for for the country. Mm. Uh, So we just need to see what happens in the coming weeks. I'm just surprised I've not lost my job on here yet. Some of my performances. Well, it's your birthday, you're all right today. <laughs> thanks, mate. James says you're getting furloughed next week. <laughs> Chris, thanks very much for calling. You take care. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. Chris, a Rangers fan in Kings Park. But it's the human stories. I know you're not mm. you're talking about your clubs, but this is right across the country. So if you're just tuning in today, then all football, professional football, uh, under the championship is stopping. So that's League One, League Two, Highland League, the Lowland League, and Barry, you're top of the table. You've only, what, dropped two points out of 13 games. Um, and also the women's football as well. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough. And we've got 19 games remaining. Mm. Um and if it, if this suspension goes on any longer, uh, I I can't see how we can play that amount of games because our league finishes um, the second week of April, mm-hmm. so I don't see how I could fit nineteen games, games in. Okay. And it's the same for other clubs in the in the lower league. It's the same for other clubs in in the Highland yeah. League and League Two and sure, Size League and surely, League One. But surely they can then extend the league. They'll have to. But yeah. boys have maybe. Contracts. Some boys can't contracts and yeah, that, that's when it becomes a problem. problem Players' yeah. contracts end at the last game of the season. Celtic Tough. against Hibs goes again goes ahead tonight, despite uh, all the headlines. And uh, you heard the first minister speaking about Celtic earlier on. As I have said before, I do have doubts based on how the club itself described it. Uh, doubts about whether Celtic's trip to Dubai was really essential. And I have doubts based on some pictures I've seen about whether adherence to bubble rules was strict enough. But the match goes ahead tonight. Celtic without 16 people in total. There's uh, Christopher Julien who has tested positive for COVID. 13 players. We don't know who they are, but we will have news for you because obviously we should have the Celtic team before we finish at seven. So it's 13 players plus John Kennedy, the assistant, and Neil Lennon, the manager. So Gavin Strachan um, in the dugout tonight. But we're all pleased that the game's going ahead. Looking forward to seeing that because Rangers, 22 points clear. It's a massive game. Is it all but over now? Celtic have to win every single game. Yeah, Celtic need to win tonight, I think. I just think when I watch Rangers on, on Sunday, they're going to be so hard for an SPL team to, to, to beat Rangers. You know, I think Celtic were the one team that could possibly have done it. But Rangers then showed a different side to them where don't dominate the game but get the three points. So... Celtic need to do it Celtic can only hope that Rangers get beat and they go on a wee bad run but in order to do that Celtic need to keep winning every game and, and going into this game tonight against Hibs who haven't been going great but what a boost it'll give them to think 13 players are out can we get our season back on track try and fight for third with Aberdeen losing at the weekend and Celtic have got to go and win a game with, with 13 players missing and I think a few kids will be playing mm-hmm. so it's a big night for the, the boys as well they've got they've got the, the club and 60,000 fans resting on their young shoulders can they go and, can they go and do it? In terms of Rangers, I, I just like the way they're going about their business at this moment in time. Yep. Uh, quiet, they're obviously just keeping their feet in the ground, level-headed. That, that, that's what you've got to do because still a lot of football to be played. Mm. I, I keep saying it, but you never know 
in football So they're doing the right thing They're, they're, they're winning games of football when they're not playing at the top of their game, I still think there is more to come for this Rangers team. Yeah, it's Kent looked, looked back look, to his yep. best on Sunday, didn't he? I thought he played really well, yep. Kent. Both him and Morelos looked uh, back to their, their best. He looked sharp, he looked hungry, um, he looked if he was going to create. The, the only criticism would give him, he got into some great positions where he should have just let fly. Yeah. Um, where he tried to obviously um, lay off or, or fire it across the goal. Um, but no, he certainly. He looked to be back on top of the game On his game, sorry What a block for Johnny Hayes on the line eh? Wasn't it? Yep. Oh, unbelievable yep. No, it's a difference for Kent yep. Getting goals But he's getting great positions And as I say Him and Morelos' link-up play And that's what the rest of the teams Need to be worried about that Rangers have been winning games Without their two best attacking players No playing great You know, if they hit top form Then it's a it's a worrying thought For the other teams We'll find out what Barry and Sai think How will Celtic do tonight It's a chance for some of the younger players Who will come in to the squad And what about Rangers What about that penalty uh, At the weekend It was a penalty Should it have been a red card We'll talk about that and more next The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Paul Cooney with Sai Ferry The birthday boy And Barry Ferguson On till <laughs> 7 Every night this week Tomorrow night Rob will be in With um, Pat Bonner and Stephen Cragen tomorrow night so uh, two Irishmen one from the North and one from the Republic so big show tomorrow night they always are yeah Packy I've got a lot of time for Packy good guy um, you know, got good. a lot of time for Craig Craig's <laughs> <laughs> I know Craig's I've done my licence with Craig's um, Packy yeah. some size of hands isn't he yeah uh, you know what you say about big hands indeed <laughs> yours are tiny indeed. big gloves <laughs> by the way Craig and Bonner and goal in defence yeah. score about 10 by them <laughs> Easy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I know you are. I'm only joking. Are you? Um, but Packy was a brilliant goalie, wasn't he? Great goalkeeper. Yeah, right? yeah. First team goalkeeper for many, many years, and a, he's a hero in Ireland yeah. for the World Cup save at the penalty kicks in 1990. Uh, mentioning former Celtic players, Moussa Dembele on his way, it looks like, to Atletico Madrid oh. from Lyon. 35 million, and that means Celtic will get 3.5 million. Some of it goes on, they get about a million and a half. So that's good that business. Is, yeah. That's one thing Celtic have been decent mm. at. The, the players that they've sold on have always made, made sure they've got a sell-on clause um, so that's a bit of money uh, for Celtic but great move for, for Dembele It was a great bit of business getting him in it for Fulham I think he'd scored 20 goals in the Championship mm. and Celtic got him for about 500 grand was it? Yep But I, I love Dembele uh-huh. I think Edward needs to get to where Dembele is in Dembele terms of even better than Edward? Yeah I think yeah. so I think in the big games Dembele really really showed up Champions League games Rangers games I think that's where Dembele got his move He was a monster Dembele You know I, I think really Edward's technically back better. better Yeah but yeah. in terms of All round centre forward Fairly nah, good Dembele's stronger and, and more physical Edward likes to come off And play um, But look in time I do think Edward Could be as good Get to or, that level yeah. Not even better so Edward will he be on tonight we just don't know 13 Celtic players are out tonight we will know during the programme probably in about an hour's time what's the Celtic lineup. Well, Celtic playing some of that cake oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of, a sneaky bit of uh, size birthday cake just during the break there and I thought you were going to bite your fingers off the way you were eating it how's, he, how's his face now <laughs> oh, the plucks <laughs> away the plucks away 1-1 one, one. at the weekend Rangers yes, Paul. Rangers 2-1 at Petaudry uh, Kilmarnock 2 Hamilton 0 so a double for Greg Kilty St Mirren 1 Motherwell 1 was it a penalty for St Wright at the end I doubt it but it counts and Livingston 3 Ross County 1 what can we say about 6 uh, wins in a row in the league 8 in a row for Livingston under David Martindale wow. Un- Unbelievable um, what what can you say what a run what a difference um, since he's, he's took over and it just shows you some people um, if they get the chance to go and manage they can go and manage really well and, and, and fair play and what a run they've been on and 
they're the form team just now and then you go for any coaches now who think they've got to come up and use big words and big philosophies you yep. don't do you love his chat I love it at the end of it it's yeah. all, he's, he gets a spirit about his team he speaks honest he's not trying to be somebody that he's not and you can his his characters in his team you see him in his team the way they play full enthusiasm don't stop for the first minute to the last good set of boys I know quite a lot of them there and uh, what a job he's done unbelievable and by the way some of the goals are scoring yeah. is good fit more See, the I, boy Robinson up front Fergie has, has been brilliant yeah but a lot of Mady Livingston the way they play back to front and but they've, they've got some technically gifted footballers mm. I think they've got I think he's got a decent team there yeah. and he, he's just made um, a couple of signings as well and I'm, I'm sure he'll make a, a few more but he's He's definitely stamped his authority on that team. See, like, what you're saying, Tofer, they've got more than one way of playing, don't they? Like, they do want to play if it's on, but there's, there's no worries about, about them no just scared. putting the ball in behind if they need to. Do you know what yep. I mean? Now I think with coaches and managers, they're going to a football team, we need to play this free flowing football. Yep. You play with what you've got, don't you? Yep, they're not scared to mix it up. Yep. That's one thing about them. If, if it's on to play, they'll play, but if they need to go long, they'll go long. And, and I like that as I say they've not just got a one way playing and that's it yeah. he's got a, a clear um, couple of ideas of the way he wants to play whether that, that's whether the, the game's going well for them um, he can go and change so no fair play to him I like seeing that a guy who probably a lot of people didn't think he, he deserved that chance um, I thought I'm big on everybody getting a second chance mm. he's obviously what's happened in the past is in the past for yep. me you've got to look forward and and I'm delighted that he's been given that opportunity and he's shown what a good manager he is. And he changed the game. Mm-hmm. I think it was Peter Newt as a 1-1 and he made three subs at one time. Yep. So that's brave as well. And it shows that he, yep. he knows the game tactically and I think they went on to dominate after he made his three subs. So that's a sign of a good, good coach, good manager. Let's take some more calls. Gary is on the line from Castle Milk. Hi, Gary. Gary Holt, is it? Because we're talking about Davy oh, Martindale. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good, Gary. Good, how mate. are you? That's not Gary Holt. We know Gary's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, how are you no, doing? I'm good, guys. I'm good. How are you? Happy birthday, Sai, and all that. Oh, thanks yeah, very much, yeah. Gary. Top man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I'm just phoning today, obviously, about the Rangers game. Uh-huh. I mean, again, I, I don't know how people can complain about the penalty. You know what I mean? And oh, I, still, I think it was a straight red, and I just want to know what you think. Right, well, that's a good question, because yeah, that was yeah. my next one. So, a penalty oh, is no a question. penalty. Yeah. It's 100% penalty, but the laws of the game, it's a sending off. Um, but if you're asking me, I think it's a soft sending off mm-hmm. um, but the referee's got to go by the rules of the game who's making these rules? I don't know who's making Again, the rules the international but referee uh, board if MD's, if, if MD's questioning <laughs> if MD's questioning whether it's a penalty or not they're crazy it's 100% yeah. Yeah. penalty boy, boys shouldn't be boys shouldn't be getting sent off a game of football for accident, something that you do accidentally mm. it, it, si, yeah. it was interesting what Derek McInnes says that beating mm. he did that a word with beating if they actually went to go and tackle him you wouldn't have sent he him would off. Have, he would have booked him. Yeah. If so he's actually trying to get. <laughs> I know. The boy Hedges is actually trying to get out the way. I mean, he's trying to get out the yeah. way. He's, he's definitely clipped Morelos' heel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's a penalty. But if no he made an it. attempt to tackle him, it would have been a booking. It would have been a booking. How, I, I mean, what? It's no common sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how? I don't understand. I know. So can somebody please explain so to me how that is? Apparently, they changed the laws and they tried to get every eventuality, but they've missed out common sense for one like that, which was an accident. Mm. I mean, he went. He, 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 his hand was up and then he took his hand away and he's coming out of any tackle clips him it is a penalty but surely not why don't we just let the ref decide off his own back well maybe they need to be stronger but they're also being judged by the referee supervisor I think they get unfair criticism they've got to stick by the rules do you not think the top referees though can exercise their own 
discretion and say no. I would on. like to see yeah. that. Keep the game going. I would. I would yeah. like to see that a, a referee making the decision himself. But listen, they're, they're told to go by the rules, mm. and for me, some of the rules nowadays is ruining football. The handball one's crazy as well. Isn't it? The ball touches your hand in the box. Somebody yeah. can leather the ball off you for two yards, and it's a penalty. Mm. I mean. It's, see when fullbacks are going out when, when wingers are getting to the, the byline to go and cross it and they're running out I with the, their that, hands at the, the side that, that's, that's unnatural for me that's yeah. unnatural Gary here's the manager speaking about Morelos I want to ask you about the Colombian I'm delighted with him because Sutton seems to have changed in the last couple of weeks he's training ever so well he seems really happy maybe that's because he's playing more and he's feeling sharper but he's training well and, and I think his performance today has come on the back of him working really hard um, I thought his two goals were typical Morelos goals felt he played closer to the goal today than previous um, you know when you're lacking a bit of confidence and the goals are not coming sometimes you go further away from the goal as a striker instead of going the other way so credit to him outstanding and, and deserves his man of the match What do you make of Alfie as I see Ali McCoist was calling him Gary yesterday <laughs> uh, Well I mean you can't argue with Stephen Gerrard they speak so well uh, <clears throat> the guy's just a different level I mean how we've held on to him this long I don't know but I, I was one two, two seasons ago saying you know get him shot you can't keep him on the pitch but I mean, the guy just keeps proving people wrong. You know what I mean? As, as long as he can keep his cool, he's, he's probably the best striker in Scotland, I would say. Gary, do you not think Rangers are a better team with him in there? Even when I, he's not 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 playing at the levels that we all want, but even when he's he, he's not playing as well as I I think he can. I think it's important that he's in in that starting eleven. I think Rangers are a far stronger and far better team. A hundred percent. See, maybe last season, if he wasn't scoring goals, I would say, nah, get him out of the team. But mm-hmm. this season, he's just a totally different player. You put him in, he's terrorising people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of you said earlier, you know, the defender would be having nightmares about him. And uh, it must be, because I can't remember a player like him. Like, he's a different animal. He's just drawing people in, he turns people, he's drawing fills. I can't remember the last time we had that sort of hunger and a player up front for Angels not for a long long time anyway I, I, and I just like the way he plays on the edge you, you've got to when you've got him in your team sometimes you've, you've got to take a gamble because he is going to maybe get a yellow card yeah. he is maybe going to get that red card but see if you take that edge out of him he's not the same player so I enjoy that I, I like to see that in a player I think if you ask any Rangers player would you rather Morelos in the team I think every single one of them would say yeah 100%. I think Kent plays better when Morelos is playing as well I think when it's a roof up front I think when Morelos is playing the two centre halves are so worried about him that he's Kent that wee bit more room whereas when it's a roof I don't think he holds that same that same danger and that, that same people worrying about the way they worry about Morelos I think right. he runs the channels and again as I say teams need to back off because it's like, it's like last, last week as well you know, you didn't get that with Ruth. It's that He's always looking to get that ball down that channel as close to the goal as possible. And I think that's what he brings to Rangers. How much well. is he worth now? Oh. What do you think? So Barry said between 15 and 20 million. Yeah, I'll go. I'm not going to argue with Fergie, am I? No. <laughs> I'll go with that. But he, l- listen, he does frustrate me at times when I watch him. Um, but when he's on... What, that, parts, Fergie, just to discipline him? The Dundee United, for example, that day? I, no, 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 no that. Just sometimes he becomes slack. Mm. In terms of maybe he switches off a wee bit. Um, but I, Gary, yeah, that that's what I get from him sometimes. But when he's on it, he, he's he's a top centre forward, as I says. He he comes up against centre centre backs, as I said. They they'll not enjoy playing against a player like that. But do you not think centre forwards are like that, Fergie? You watch Edward at Celtic, and sometimes he can Huffy. look a bit disinterested, maybe because he's not getting the ball as much as he Aye. as he wants. So that, that's what you get with the with the top players, didn't nah. 
Yeah, you, you can. Yeah, it's, but again, that's where I mean I played with players like that that frustrate you at times, but yeah. they, they can just pop up with that bit of magic. Who um, was like that? Who, who was like I, that at Rangers? Huh? Oh, there was a few. Archival. Ah, he he was a bit yeah. like that yeah. when he fancied it. He was a top player. Um, that's a good. How did you come up with that? I just again? remember yeah. that I thought uh, Darchival was a bit like I, that. They're on similar. Top of his game, he could be. They're similar players. Yeah, uh, both of them. But I like Morelos. I just hope Rangers can keep holding him. But if he keeps performing like that, somebody's going to come in with a big offer. Gary, are you going to call it now and say it's uh, it's over the title? It's going to be Rangers. I mean, it's been a it's been a really really short decade for us. You know what I mean? So. I just can't say it yet. <laughs> but, uh, does an email come out? Does an email come out on a Monday no, morning? Gary's, to Gary's speaking everybody. a lot of sense. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Because uh, I, just, I mean, uh, yeah. we've seen the pains, the ups and downs, and about. But I just, like you were saying there about Morelos, the two goals he actually scored yesterday, mm-hmm. he wasn't even looking at the goal. He just turned around and hit it. He knew where it was. See, but the second just, goal, Gary, the flick mm-hmm. for Kent. Yeah, that we. Oh, that was special. Yeah, but it was that was a, a wee bit of class. That, but as you said, that I thought the two finishes, Gary, were were exceptional. He's better when it's instinct. Isn't it? He's a better finisher well, when it's I, on instinct. Oh, yeah. 100%. yeah, but I then think when he's got too much time to think about it, he might panic a wee bit. But the two goals yesterday, man, mm. like a, just pure instinct. He knows where the goal is. He doesn't even have to look. Then he just had a bit of time with the St. Murn finish um, last week or the week before that, where. As I said, when he's got time to think, sometimes he, he fluffs it a wee bit. But he's definitely an instinctive finisher. But if you're Derek McInnes, you're pulling your gorgeous hair out. That how, how Ash Taylor, honestly, I felt for him yesterday because <laughs> yeah. Morelos had him all over the place, and that he was dragging him wide. He was taking him into the channels, and yep. he, he brings a whole different dimension to Rangers when he's on top top form. Gary, thanks very much for calling the Go Radio Football Show. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers, Cheers. Cheers. Cheers Gary. Stay safe. Look after yourself in these COVID times. Well, what a day today. The headlines, uh, 13 Celtic players are out, but the match goes ahead against Hebs. The manager and the assistant manager are also in isolation. Uh, the lower league, a below championships, closes at the end of this, till the end of this month, at least. So that means first and second division, the women's game and the Highland League and the Lowland. And uh, all this when Rangers are still 22 points clear in the Premiership. We'll talk about that after this. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. Birthday edition for Cy Ferry, 33 today and uh, still got a few years left playing at Peterhead or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I've just opened my card for Fergie there, five pound coins, sellotape to the card, thanks very much mate. <laughs> he must be furloughed, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, a couple of years left. I'm, I'm, I'd like to play until yeah. I was 35. Uh-huh. I've always wanted to play until I was 35, so if yep. I could get to that, I'd be, I'd be delighted. Look what at the players you? that are now playing well into mm. their 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Del Lyle for us is 40 next month. Is he yeah. 40? Uh-huh. 40 next month mate and he's still ripped Absolutely likes a right. sunbed oh he likes a sunbed likes a pint but he's still going Dale what a guy look at Stephen Davis Brilliant. 36 last week so yeah. he's three years ahead of you I know and he's playing he's yeah. playing what three games a week yeah. last yeah, week he's throwing it he's still throwing it listen a lot, a lot of people 
say about looking after yourself that that does help but see staying clear of injuries yeah. that's the biggest thing um, if you do stay clear of any serious injuries you've got a chance of playing on and I was lucky enough I got to 30, 37 did you? 37 what was your last club? Blackpool Blackpool, Blackpool yeah. right? that was decent as well wasn't uh, it? yeah I championship we were we oh. were going to try and get out the, the, the championship so was Bob then donkey rides on Blackpool Beach? <laughs> <laughs> no. was, that, was that a hard league? That doesn't league? sound right, does it? <laughs> no. Hard league to get out of the championship. Oh, the hardest league I've Off. played in. Mm-hmm. The champ uh, the championship. Uh, very, very physical. Who was your uh, manager? Ian Holloway. Ian Holloway. Yeah. Yep. Was he great? Was yeah, he's he, wild, uh, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a lot different than what you see on the, the TV. What's he like? Um he wasn't as as loud and no, no, like brash on the, the TV. Yeah, I don't know if he, he just plays to the cameras or no, but he, he was different in the dressing room. Um, but he was a good manager. I'm sure Dobie says he used to put the team on Lucasade bottles or something. And you, he says, I used to look at Fergie and think, oh, he's, he's, he's not having this <laughs> at all. Go <laughs> <laughs> so many things that went on at Blackpool. Crazy. Oh, the, the yeah. Oysters and that when they were, weren't they? The, the, owner. the owners, they had the mad yeah. owners. Yeah, yeah. Absolute crazy. Crazy guy. (laughs) We're going to bring you news, hopefully in the next hour, of the Celtic team tonight because 13 players are out. You know the story today. It's dominating everywhere. Uh, But Celtic need to win against Hibs. And Hibs also, they've had uh, three in a row without a win. So for Jack Ross, a big game tonight. Yeah, they've been on a terrible run. Mm. Um, Games that you would fully expect Hibs to to win. Ross County at home, Livingston. I know Livingston have been going great, but... You, you fully expect the, the squad and the players that are at Hibs to, to win the game. So, it's a for me, Celtic have got to win to keep um, keeping the coattails of Rangers. And, and the same with Hibs. If Hibs have got any aspirations of getting that third place, they need, to, they, they need to get back to winning wins. I think Hibs are... What Hibs are going through just now is what Celtic have went through for a while. Is they keep changing for a three or a four at the back. It doesn't bring a lot of stability. I watched... Uh, I watched their game last week and they're conceding goals that they wouldn't have conceded at the start of the season when they had a set back four or a set back three. Again, I think you see how important a goal is. I think Marciano's a good goalie. Mm, yep. They've brought the young lad in on loan who, when you've not got a goal, your defence, it then feeds into mm. your defence. And I think that's happened with Hibs. Uh, but they've signed the boy for Arsenal in goals. I fully expect him to play the night. Hibs have got good players, but yeah, even yeah. with 13 out, I think Fergie agrees. I think Celtic will. I still, still think Celtic will, will beat Hibs. It, it, it depends how out of the 13 big big names Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because you've got to have uh, there is important players like Callum McGregor for me he's massive for Celtic Mm -hmm. you've got Edward and Griffiths up top who are just starting to strike a right good partnership again Um, so we'll not see until quarter to seven I I guess guess if the cluster is 13 players of the absolute top players then Si that could be either an opportunity tonight or it could be so many young players in that it's going to be too much because Hibs as you said are a decent team Hibs are on 36 points they've played 22 games they're three behind Aberdeen but they've played uh, one more Aberdeen on 39 Celtic on 43 after 19 games and Rangers on 65 points after 23 I Uh, fully expect Aberdeen to finish third I think Aberdeen have got men about them uh, to finish third I think they've got guys who've been there and, and finished second in the SPL know, know what it takes over the course of a season as I say I think they're better defensively than Hibs and I think that's what will get them over the line but for Celtic tonight these young boys what a chance mm-hmm. you know you think it's doom and gloom but you look at Arsenal who couldn't get a win with big players playing every week he's brought four or five young kids in and they've completely turned the, the season round for Arsenal so Celtic should Celtic young if I'm a young kid at Celtic 18, 19 year old I think I can go and beat Hibs in a first team. I did when I was 18-19, obviously I never got my chance, but if he'd have said to me 18-19, you can go and play for the first team five or six years tomorrow, I, I, I would have fancied us to go and beat Hibs. 
Sai, give us an insight. Who should we look out for tonight? Uh, Cameron Harper, good player. Right. I, American. Was, I was a coach yep. in there for a while, taking the kids, so I got to see quite a bit of these boys. Yeah, American. Very much Griffiths light, likes to run the channels, yep. works hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, can take it, can score a goal if given a chance. Oko Flex, I think, has got a lot of, a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one everyone talks about is, is Dembele, Karim yeah. Oko Dembele. Uh-huh. You know, I spoke to Damien Duff, I think his only worry was, was about running back the way, but in terms of ability on the ball, right, well, I think he's very special. He, he, he broke onto the scene. Last he played season. Hearts at Celtic Park didn't yep. he? he was and, very good And you're thinking Right Is he going to stay around About the first team But we've, we've not seen him I've, I've seen clips of him I mean he, he looks a Fantastic um, If he's got Prospect. a fantastic uh, yep. Ability yep, there's, there's no doubt about it But I've been surprised I've not seen him For a, a year or so I was, I was just looking at Luke O'Connell Where, Where's he went to? Yeah he's the boy That signed for Bolton yep. I think there he was came a lot in To play left back Didn't he? He played, he played a lot of games For Bolton first team Yep there was a lot Made to him saying that he'd um, big prospects, but I've never, I don't think we've seen him in a Celtic jersey. No, good to get the inside chat though, isn't it? From Sai, who was uh, training some of these young lads at Celtic, because he's uh, right, Paul. Yeah. It is an opportunity if some of these big players are out. Yeah. It's, I mean, it'd be brilliant as a a young kid if you're getting that opportunity, you're going to run through brick walls yeah. to go and show that that you can compete in a first team environment. Okay, let's take another call. Uh, Mark is on the line, a uh, Celtic fan from Newton Mearns. Mark, good evening. Hi, Paul. Hi, Barry. Hi, Sai. How, How you doing? Mark? Yeah. How you doing? Ah, we're good. We're enjoying Sai's uh, birthday. You're enjoying his cake. Cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Mine's gone. Uh, Mark, what are you thinking? What a time uh, for Celtic. What's your take on everything? Um, I just, there's a few points yeah. I was thinking about now. First of all, is there no one at the club at all that prior to us going put their hand up to say maybe this is a bad idea? Or was everyone just like, oh, this is a great idea, let's all go and do this? Because it seems like everyone else knew it was a terrible idea, but yet no one at the club thought this is perhaps a bad idea. And um, Julian goes to the, goes to the, to Dubai, yep. he's injured, and it's a training camp. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that then potentially is given COVID. To, or not, not, he's not, so he's not given COVID to anyone. No. But he's, he's not, we've got 13 players having to isolate. Yep. It's just bizarre. Um, you've then got a situation where people are paying fortunes for season tickets yep. in the middle of a pandemic to not to watch games on TV and, and they make the decision to go to Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, it's, just, it's just absolutely baffling. Sure. I'd be absolutely shocked if the Celtic management team, the board, didn't hold a meeting before they went to Dubai to see if everybody agreed and whether it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. So I think it would have been cleared mm. by the main people mm. at the club and then the decision is and then le- is then left to obviously the manager to, to say, right, do you know what? If we're all in agreement, we're going to go. Mm. So but they spoke I, to the government before they went, Fergie? Yeah, because the SFA um, came out and said that they're not going to take any action. So I would have... Again, I'd be shocked or surprised that Celtic didn't contact the SFA and saying, listen, this is what we're, we're doing. We're going to be going here three or four days prior to them leaving. So mm. I'd be I'd be shocked if um, everybody at the club didn't agree with them um, going to Dubai. In terms of Julian, uh, Mark, me and Sai spoke about it. Sometimes when you're you're injured, you're going to be out for, I think, three or four months. It's, Julian is. Sometimes it's hard to... to Stay behind and sit in a treatment room. Maybe the manager's just wanting everybody to be together. You know, as simple I, as I that. Having played under Lenny, he's massive on team spirit. And I think the fact that they've not been able to socialise outside the football this year, you know, he's seen this as an opportunity that we can go over there for a week, get everyone together, get that team spirit. Because that team spirit can win you games of football. You know, believe it or not, it is. It's so important. And 
He's big on it He's big on creating a big team spirit Within a dressing room And he's not been able to do that this year So I think he thought this was his perfect opportunity He obviously seen how well it worked last year Taking everyone away And, and they've just tried to mirror that You know They're going through a tough time and, and, and they've looked at it and thought what changed for it what changed it for us last year what can we do and, and they've took that decision to see, go again see when you're injured it's a lonely place yeah it's horrible you, you don't even see your teammates because mm. you're different times you're in the physio you're getting treatment they come in for training they get changed away they go yeah. so you hardly see your teammates so I think that's probably one of the other reasons why he's just saying right you know what let's everybody go but I would again I'll go back to it I'd be absolutely shocked if everybody wasn't in agreement yeah Mark, do you take that point about the team spirit and the chance to get away together and try and do a bit of bonding? Because it's been relentless for Celtic and Rangers since the end of July. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And it's, it would have been the perfect opportunity for Julian to get away and stick as part of the team and get his spirits up when he's got a, a tough injury. But that's that's a perfect opportunity when everything's normal. You know, when, when things are like they are right now, then it's, it's time to actually look and say, well, what, what are the risks here? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I get, Marts, and a lot of people's concerns with the way the world does COVID-19. It's a horrendous virus. It's People are suffering from it. People are um, not just suffering by illness, but people are, are losing jobs and, and people can't get back to some any normality. Um, so I can, I can understand the frustrations, as I say. I, I can also understand the reasons why Celtic took the chance to go yep. but I, I would again I'll go back to it I would be absolute bamboozled if everybody wasn't in agreement with them going mm-hmm. Mark what do you think about uh, the match tonight and uh, the rest of the season of Celtics is there still a title to chase or is it Rangers uh, I think it's done I think it's over um, I'll be I'll be surprised if Rangers drop I mean, obviously, if we win the two games against Rangers and all our other games, then we still got Rangers to drop points elsewhere. I can't see us doing that in the first place. Never mind Rangers dropping the, the number of other games as well. You know, so I think it's over. But I just one of the most disappointing aspects of the season, I suppose, for me, has been the fact that we were playing really bad for such a long period of time, and nothing seemed to change as far as let's try sorrow out, mm-hmm. let's try Turnbull out. It was almost like the hand was forced. You know, it was a, the, the decision was forced to be made and Turnbull and Sorrow then played. Oh God, we've stumbled upon something here, a formation that seems to work. It's just far too late. And why did it take for why did it take for a, a kind of people to be out and that ha- to, to happen in order for the changes to to be made? It's just so frustrating because loads of folk that on light well, I suppose the way the modern world is you don't really get to talk to people face to face anymore mm-hmm. and you're seeing everything online so many people are calling out for that to happen weeks and weeks before it did it's a great I, point Mark yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the frustrations with the vast majority of Celtic fans just now um, why he didn't change it and you, you see the difference let's be honest with you the, the difference at Sorrow and yeah. mm-hmm. Turnbull certainly they brought a, um, an energy about Celtic and um, in terms of Sorrow uh, I'm surprised how good he's actually been. He's really impressed me. Mm-hmm. And Turnbull, we all knew what, what he would bring at some stage. Yeah, I'm just surprised that he never got a, more of a chance earlier. I know with the COVID stuff for the under-21s didn't help him. Um, but I think that's the frustration with the Celtic fans. That The difference that certainly the two players that I've mentioned have made to Celtic over the last two or three weeks. I think that's what, if, if Lenny was to look at it, he would think his regret would be not getting Turnbull and, and Sorrow in the team earlier. You know, you can understand you can understand him to continue to go with Scott Brown because he's been such a big player yeah. for Celtic. He's the captain. The one that you would look at is, you know, and Cham's played the majority of the season. 
and he stuck with him when you know he wasn't running back for goals. He was getting penalties away. That would be your that would be the question that was asked. Why was in Cham still playing when he was putting these sort of performances? Now we didn't we didn't get to see these guys in training, so Sorrow might have not been up to it the first half of the season. We don't know that. But we don't get to see in training. But in terms of Turnbull, he came in his first game. He was he was outstanding at Celtic Park. I think he came on as a sub night mm-hmm. and he totally changed the game and then yeah. I think he went I away was to a Hibs game wasn't Hibs it? game mm-hmm. Fergie, and then he went away to St Johnston never had a great game mm-hmm. and he was put out straight away yeah. whereas and Cham continued to play under these sort of performances so that that, that that would be where your questions would be in terms of, of Turnbull and Sorrow no and, and you see the difference Lee Griffiths has made since yeah. he's yeah. the back I, I, I read something today that he, he says he let his, himself down and the, the club down um, you, you see the difference yeah. um, Lee Griffiths not just Lee Griffiths Makes to Celtic, but I think Edwards a better player. Yeah, yeah he came when back he plays well. Yeah, today as you said, Barry, he was saying in in the record, I came back from lockdown two and a half kilos overweight and not as fit as I should have been. And then he says, I let myself down, I let everyone down, and now I'm trying to repay them a bit with goals. Well, but do Paul, you know what, Paul? Yep. Uh, the bigger man admits, yep. mm. and he stood I, up and yep. he says that he's he's been wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I fit Lee Griffiths, as I've said plenty of times, he, he makes a big difference to the, the Celtic team, there's no doubt about it. Martin, he's a similar yeah. to, to, to Morelos at Rangers for me, he's yeah. so game Lee Griffiths, every game he's a constant pest, he works a back four. I think Celtic were very predictable before Lee Griffiths came yeah. into the team, Every everyone was wanting the ball to feet. Lee Griffiths comes in the team, he wants to run channels, it gives you that option of putting the ball in behind teams, they then sit off and then you get the, the room to go and play. So, what do yeah. you think about Edward? I, I just think he looks a, a, a different player when he's... I don't think he wants to be a centre forward for you. I don't think he, he, wants to to go and play. he wants to go and drop off and, and link the play and I think yep. Griffiths is the one guy that's probably on Edward's w- wavelength in terms of link up play I think when when he's involved a lot more Edward you get a lot more out of him didn't you mm-hmm. yeah but I, I just think he yep. looks a, a happier player yeah he says that he loves uh, playing yep. uh, alongside him. Mark, as a Celtic fan, then what would you do now if, if you're going to write off the rest of the season uh, and start to plan for next season yeah absolutely um you know, start giving some young guys a game. Um, it's interesting to hear Sai talk about, um, you know, we, we don't see Sorrow in training for the first half of the season, so maybe he wasn't producing the goods in training, and that's why he wasn't deserving of a start. But mm-hmm. one thing we did see was the performances in the pitch of the players that were getting picked, yeah. which wasn't up to standard. So yeah. therefore, you know, you, you hear stories about um, you hear stories about guys that, or maybe not the best trainers in the world. In fact, Sai, were you not one of them? <laughs> I was a bad trainer and a bad player, Mark. <laughs> no, no. Uh, um, but, but like, you hear like Torres, for example, when he was at Liverpool, wasn't the best trainer in the world, mm. but he was phenomenal when he, he went on the pitch. Yeah. And I'm not comparing him to that, but I'm, I'm just saying that when, when we were playing so badly in the pitch, perhaps it was it was time to think, well, you might not be doing it in training, but let's chuck him in and see if he can produce the goods when the pressure's on in a game. And he might have upped it and produced the kind of performances that he's been doing recently. So, I, I just think Scott Scott Brown has been a tremendous servant to the club, and and the the, the thing is, there's been many seasons where he started poorly and then came on to a really good game. Yeah. So I can understand that that's what we were clinging on to that he was going to do the same, mm. but it's just not happened this year. And I think that the, the time was too long in waiting for it to happen. Jink, mm-hmm. yeah, Jink. Uh, Scott Brown's missed the the crowd, Mark. Or Jink, he's just got to an age now where it's it's tough to perform every week. Um, it's difficult to tell, but you would hope that someone at that level of the game doesn't need the crowd to produce performances. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, 
I just think I just think maybe he's just at that point now, you know, with Gary Neville that time when he was playing with Man U, he just he gave away that penalty and just walked out. He was I think he was subbed at half time and decided that's me, I'm done. Soon though Mark is saying Celtic will have to decide, Si, what are they doing and starting to for next year? Is it going to be Neil Lennon? Is he going to get the money then to start to build? January's not a great transfer window, but there's no time to waste then, is there, to get ready for the campaign next year? Yeah, but I think while, I heard Davy Proven speak, but I think while they still think there's a chance of winning 10, I think they'll, they'll, they'll fairly stick with Neil Lennon. But it's then, who do you go and sign for players? But I, I, I firmly believe because of that, it'll be short-term fixes in January. Mm-hmm. So it'll be loans until the end of the season. If anyone's going to come into Celtic, it'll be a loan it, at the end of the season. It's definitely a a big rebuild at Celtic yeah. there's no doubt about it I think everybody knows that um, whether it's Neil Lennon he needs to know quickly because mm. he's started identifying players mm. for next season now knowing the summer Mark thanks very much for calling thank you guys cheers, cheers. Mark. we're on the socials as well at Go Football Show you can text your message go plus your message to 87474 and we're on 08 08 17 17 700 uh, Celtic playing against Hibs tonight and that's the good news that that game is on because he makes a great point as well people are paying for the season tickets and you know you can then watch the games and if the game went off tonight Barry people would you know we want the football on yeah, as Everywhere. I said, the, the yeah. fans want the football on that. That's their fix. If they can't get to games, the next best thing is to watch them on a stream, and that's what they want to do. The football is on go. More news coming as well about extended coverage from us. Uh, so we will be on more Aye. than ever. That's coming. Wow. Yeah, well, I floated it a few months. How ago. come we're just finding this out at the same time as the viewers? Should we it's not your be? Birthday. It's, it's, should we not be told about this now? I more. thought we should. St- I thought we'll, we were making we'll decisions a, in here. We'll have a job on Saturdays now. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> we're back after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. And in case you missed it at the weekend, there was so much happening in the Scottish Cup. It's going to be Celtic against Arbroath or Falkirk. So uh, that'd be a great one for the Bairns in our area. And Rangers at home to Cove Rangers, a team that you know well. Uh, Peter Head, they, uh, you've played against them and they've got money to spend. I got, I got sent off against them last I week. You did. I was trying, <laughs> it's your birthday, I didn't want to mention it. Oh, but Rangers will be delighted it's a home tie. Because going up to Cove is, is no nice. You know, it's a tight wee pitch. AstroTurf wouldn't they wouldn't have enjoyed it it's freezing up there as well I feel like Spider Rangers at Ibrox to, to batter Cove but Cove have yep. got some decent players yep. the front two of Meganson and, and McAllister will be a handful but ultimately Rangers will dominate the ball and I think Rangers will get through that comfortably Can I ask you this question how come uh, Dundee the match went ahead against Bonnie Rig Rose who did so well took them to extra time and then it's Dundee who are through but Dundee United St Johnson just what 50 yards 100 yards away and the match was off strange yeah, wasn't it it must be yeah. Is there a, honestly, it was, it was bizarre, crazy when it? I seen it. They must have sheets over the pitch aye, or aye. under soil heating. Maybe done United. I, I know, I know for a fact done United have got under soil heating. So yep. maybe that wasn't turned on during the night. So, so who knows? It was a strange one where, I mean, it's only hundred or two hundred yards between both stadiums, and one game's on and one game's off. Have you got the underfloor heating in the house? <laughs> You do, didn't you? <laughs> of course he does. His feet are all burnt, like. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was, when I was at Dundee, we used to walk for. Dens yeah, yeah. Tanadice for the Derby So you'd walk through the fans and that I'd be brilliant What is it 200 getting, yards or getting, getting, 200 yeah. yards yeah. So you must have been Walking through Dundee United fans And I got me a abuse Off of Dundee fans And I did off of Dundee United <laughs> <laughs> We knew that was coming Craig Didn't we Craig's on the line The Rangers fan Hi Craig Hi uh, Paul Barry Hi Alright mate yourself. Thanks very much uh, Craig What'd you get us Never mind happy birthday Where's a present <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, you got a present today after the government. Maybe no one you wanted, but 
Um, I, um, I sort of wanted to phone. Um, I'll sort of make a point with the Angels game in a minute, but that, that thing with Celtic and the, the whole Dubai thing and the, the players now. Uh, the biggest thing that frustrates me about it is the attitude of the SFA and, and Maxwell towards this. It's the attitude when he comes out, the danger says, well, we give him permission to go, so it's fine. Like, you know, nothing, basically nothing to see here, let's move on. That's a shocking attitude to have when you've just told all of the football below the championship that they're going to be suspended for three weeks. People want to know, why did they get permission to go for a start? But also, there's nothing wrong with the SFA saying they were, they were given permission to go, but we are going to look into their conduct while they were there, because it's entirely possible that there were things ha- that were that happened there that were not within the rules. Well, that's and conjecture that- from you, Craig, isn't it? The fact is the SFA looked at it and it was within the protocol. So there was a corridor at that point with Dubai and the UAE. So there was, uh, as you said, nothing to see at that point. Now, with hindsight, I think Celtic probably regret going away now because it, you know it's a bit of a PR disaster. Yeah. But why do we want to have a... It's too easy just to be partisan and have a go at the other side. It could have been Rangers there. It could have been any other team there. And would you have felt the same way? I would have if... if- they were, they were returning a positive case and 13 players, including the manager and the assistant manager, are having to sell fights. Well, that's protection. Yeah, it's one, it's one person, Craig. It's one person. Yeah. And that, you know, that, that that's one too many, but it's one person. I think it's really easy mm-hmm. for us to have a go and turn on ourselves in football when there's enough people out with it having a go. And maybe they're right in some cases, but, you know, the football is on tonight. Um, you know, Celtic made a decision. They checked with the SFA. Um and they followed the protocols. It's a different yeah, thing no, than I'm, to say. And listen, I feel for Barry, for Sai, and for all the people in women's football, the first division, second. Look at Barry's team, top of the Lowland League by quite a way, but they've only dropped two points. But they don't know when they're going to play again. So this isn't good. Do you not think it's a time for just a wee bit of just just be kind about it? Just let's calm down a wee bit and let's try and do the right things. Have we? Have Have you made a mistake at, at any time? Have I made mistakes about it? About COVID protocols? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I'm not d- disputing that or disagreeing with that. All I'm saying is, I don't think there would be anything wrong because, you know, if I made a mistake and I had caught it or whatever, or um, I had in any way been caught making that mistake, then they would be looking and, you know, the, the, the police would potentially be involved and I might get a fine for that. I'm not saying Celtic should or shouldn't. I'm not saying, I'm not in any way saying that. I'm just saying I don't know why they're so resistant to the idea that you just have a look. Just have a look and say, you know, did they maintain their bubble when they were at a pool? Was everyone, you know, among other people, then were they absolutely within their But That's all. And it's it's for the benefit of everybody that, that, that you know that. And I would be saying the same if this was Rangers, Aberdeen, Dundee United, whoever, because it's vitally important at a point in time where right now we are on the brink here of having all football that's why I think it's it's worrying that the SFA don't seem willing to even consider looking at it now. You well, know, as I say that, I say that yeah. that's yeah, because that, we don't want a nation of uh, you know curtain twitchers that we're all looking to have a go at somebody uh, that we think is is maybe breaching protocols. But Celtic did take it seriously, and I think football has had a really tough time during the pandemic. It's easy, you know, Westminster politicians that go early on about remember about the English play. Oh, they're all highly paid and all the rest, and you know, there's others saying, oh, I haven't seen relatives for a long time. We're all in the same boat. It would be easy, but why would we want to take away football 
from from us. We're all football fans and we want to see it. it's on tonight. I'm glad it's on tonight and I hope it can continue and I hope the guys down the leagues get back as soon as possible. And look at you as a Rangers fan. Surely, you know, nobody's going to catch Rangers. I've been saying on here for weeks trying to get people to say that will be the case. But Rangers, surely, I know you'll want the season to go on and to win it that, exactly. you know, in your that's own merits. I'm, I'm saying, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't want this season to be, to be cut short. I want us to win it on our own merits on the park because if we're going to stop 10 in a row, which it looks like we're going to, yep. I want that done on the park so there's absolutely no get out for um, you know, like Celtic fans or whatever to make the excuse that, well, we'll never know if we could have caught up because the season was cut short. A bit like some Rangers fans, not myself included, yeah. were arguing at the end of last season. So I want it one in the park. Yeah. That's why it's important. You have transparency. You know, why was Julian there, for example? Because he's injured. He was never going to be able to do training. So he should yeah. arguably been here, you know, dealing with the physios and all that they've got here. And I'm sure Celtic have got excellent medical facilities for that sort of thing. So that's why I want transparency because I'm, yeah. I'm desperate to make sure this continues. And as I say, football itself. Yep. I'm delighted with Rangers. I'm delighted with the result of the weekend. I think John Beaton was right to send Ryan Hedges off. I don't, you know, it's harsh because, you know, the boy I don't think is intentionally trying to make a tackle, but because but the letter of the law says he didn't make an effort to get the ball. But Craig, you don't need a man sent off. Rangers were, were probably were going to win that game. Rangers were on fire yesterday. Well, you don't need pl- you don't need players. We want eleven against eleven if possible. There's a lack of common sense you from do, the referee. But I- Aberdeen, there is, but then you could argue Aberdeen were lucky that they didn't end up down to nine men because Curtis Main could have been sent off. I don't want to see players get sent off because yeah. you're right, I don't think we need it. But it's a wee bit of a culture of that just now, though. Do you not think there are loads of people, let's get somebody sent off? I mean, let's ask Barry about that or whatever. But you know, I think yeah. it's something that I love about Scottish football is the physical side of it. And I think we're taking that away with... with um, <clears throat> Sending offs, which I think, look, you can look at Curtis Men. I mean, I agree with what Craig says there. Hedges is it's apparently right, but it's not a sending off for me. And the rules, it's a sending off, but it's a yellow card. Um, Curtis Men, I've seen reds given, I've seen yellows given. Look, he was a bit late. Did he seriously injure Barisic? No, he didn't. He didn't. So you've been in for tackles like that, Fergie, before, haven't you? I've, I've done I, the same. I've been involved in quite a, a lot of tackles, but I'll go back to the first point of Craig Mays. Craig made mm-hmm. I don't think I think the SPFL will try everything in their power to make sure the Premier League finishes this season Paul yeah I do I don't think they'll want it to stop because of all the nonsense have been on when it got stopped early last year I think they'll try everything in their power and in terms of the, the Premier League they're doing they're testing twice a week they're doing everything possible they're in their bubbles it's different the champion even the championships are allowed to play just now they're not testing Craig mm. twice don't, a week. don't go away we're going to come back to Craig here is the Celtic team for tonight Hazard Duffy Sorrow Turnbull Rogic Johnson Frimpong McGregor Harper that you mentioned Sai yeah. Welsh and Laxal and uh, on the bench uh, Duhan Taylor Connell Coffey Okoflex, Henderson, Ralston, Hilda, and uh, Dembele Karamoko. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. Yeah. So it's quite a strong. Yeah. Strong, strong, strong than team. it could have been, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. I think your your big miss is obviously Griffiths and, and Edward up front. Uh, but I think the boy uh, Harper will play up front on his own. I think he's more than capable of doing that. Well, as I say, I've watched him play up front on his own before, and he he runs the channel as well. Then you've got guy, two of the best players that have been playing, Sorrow and Turnbull. So Celtic on that team should have enough to go and beat Hibs. Absolutely. And that, that same team will need to play on Saturday as well. That'd be, what, is that away to Livingston, Fergie? 
I, I'm not too sure. You'll need they're to at home. Them. They're at home at Livingston, okay. Yep. That makes but a difference when you're playing the, Livingston. The yeah. point that Craig made, yep. I, I, I don't think they'll, they'll want the Premier League to finish. No. Because of what happened last year They'll try everything in their power And to be fair to the Premier League clubs Like every other club Whether they're full time or part time They're trying everything To the best of their ability To make sure that they follow all the protocols And, and guidelines Just looking at that Celtic yeah. team mm-hmm. He's changing the subject a, <laughs> No I think, yeah. I think I agree I think it will I think it will definitely finish I yeah. think the SPL will finish They'll do everything they can To get it finished Just on the, the Celtic's punishment tonight Is that they've got 13 players missing yeah. You know people are wanting them punished But they've no broke any any rules But the, their punishment is that They've got a team here with no centre half in it mm-hmm. If I'm just looking Oh Duffy's Duffy. in sorry Duffy. So you're looking <laughs> at Duffy, you... Duffy and Welsh A centre back pairing which Played at, at the Rangers game wasn't it Duffy and Welsh played together It wasn't very That's successful right. So that'd be your worry at the back With guys like Martin Boyle Kevin Nisbet up front for Hibs So on the ball I think Celtic should be Should be okay well, They've but got again, the midfield trio mm-hmm. That's been formed really well over the last two or three weeks, haven't they? They've, they've McGregor, got yeah. Turmoil yeah. and McGregor. We'll come back to that in a minute or two. Okay. Uh, si is looking at it. Uh, and Craig, before you go, here's Stephen Jarrett speaking uh, about Rangers. Aberdeen have had too many good chances when we've been 2 0 up. It's as simple as that. So it's not a case of forgetting about that. We need to keep learning and keep looking at the, the areas of the game where we can improve. It's a very similar position we were in away at Benfica. Uh, I'm looking for a little bit more leadership on the pitch and management on the pitch to keep more bodies behind the ball we don't need to be gung-ho at 2-0 uh, we need more control so I think our issues come from us not having the right balance behind the ball and, and making silly decisions Barry the detail that he yeah, he's, he's happy with he's always result, asking for more isn't he but he's wanting more he's no happy uh, with the performance I thought it was a decent performance I've got to be honest with you I think it was an improvement in the, the previous five um, certainly the old firm game um, but that's what I love about him he's no um, he's quick to, to make Sure, the the boys are listening and saying, "Listen, I need more," and that's the way. If you if you're being like that, the way that he's been from the first game of the season all the way through to that game um, yesterday against Aberdeen, he's got the right attitude and he's making sure the players are continually getting the message across to them that if you slacking off one single bit, there is a chance. And all the, the Rangers players will know this and all the Rangers fans, there is, there's still a possibility. So you need to make sure you're playing at 100% every single game. And if they're doing that, they've got a real chance of being successful this year. See, on the gung-ho thing, it two up. But do, if you're Rangers, they've played like that all year mm-hmm. and they've been successful doing it. So, see you as a manager at 2-0, would you, would you change? Would you went and sat behind the ball that wee bit more? But Rangers have went gung-ho all season and that's why they've been so successful. So... Should 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 that change and maybe sat in a but bit? But that, that's up? something I think Sai he maybe look at. Yeah. Because uh, obviously you you seen how wide open they are and you sh- you seen how far uh, Tav was up the pitch. But that's the way as you said they've played all season. So it, it was maybe a wake up call when Aberdeen got that goal back. But I thought they steadied themselves again and and they controlled the, the the rest of the game. And that this is what this Rangers team are. They're starting to, to do things that previously mm-hmm. they couldn't handle. I think. If this is last year, Aberdeen scored even down to 10 men, there may be a bit of panic setting, mm. but certainly there's no panic setting into this Rangers team now. Craig? I, I, I totally agree. I think um, what Gerard said was right. It's about just keeping those levels of concentration up. There's a reason we've kept so many clean sheets this season and only conceded, I think, what is it, like six goals, which is incredible, um, considering the issues we had defensively last season. It's just about making sure... Because I think it was last year we were two 0 up against Aberdeen at half time, and they did peg us back, mm. and uh, and we drew two two. So when you're at this level, it doesn't matter if you're comfortable in the game, you're two 0 up, and you're playing a team down to ten men. If you're away to Petardry, even ten men Aberdeen, 
if you do just look, look, sort of lose that wee bit of concentration or get a bit ahead of yourself, you can be caught. Because I was watching the game and I, and I could see that coming. I felt like it was almost too easy for a period of time after they scored the, the second goal. Um, and you could see that the, the, the play had slightly slowed down from us. We were sort of more casual in the, the, the way that the, the balls were being played between players. So you, you just need to, you know, because we can't afford... To, it doesn't matter that we're you know twenty two points ahead and you know whatever happens with Celtic tonight. Of course, I would I would hope that you know because of the issues they've got with the squad that maybe they could drop points. But at the end of the day, you know as long as we keep doing our job, it really doesn't matter what Celtic do. But if if you have a slip up, you drop a point by a lack of concentration. Yep. You just give Celtic that wee bit of hope and impetus to think maybe there's still a, a way back into this. I don't know if it's yep. a lack of concentration as well. I think the fact as well that Stephen Davis is playing has played about four games in two weeks and he's that sitter. And you know, if Ryan Jackson, a fresh Ryan Jackson, I don't think Aberdeen scored their goal. You know, people blame Tav and Tavernier and Barisic for being so high up the pitch. But as I say, they've done that all year. What happened on the counter attack for me is Stephen Davis in the second half tired a wee bit because he's played so much football. You know, if he's fit and if that's at the start of the game, what 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 the Rangers midfielders have done so well is cover the fullbacks when they were high. Maybe just Stephen Davis playing so many games struggled that that wee bit in the second half to cover Tavernier or Barisic. Yeah, he's done brilliantly, Stephen Davis. Like, ideally. I'm sure the manager would want to play him one game, yeah. bring him out the next game, play him. But he's so important for Rangers. And it is always a worry when Arfield got the injury and, and Ryan Jack's been out for a number of weeks. But he looks if he's on his way back. But one thing the manager won't let happen, and I'm sure the experienced boys, i.e. Stevie Davis and Alan McGregor, is don't get carried away. Mm. If you start getting carried away and think things are one early doors, it can back, it'll come back and bite you. So that's the difference this year. They're keeping focused. And as long as they keep the focus, they're in my real chance. Craig, thanks very much for calling. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Barry Ferguson and the birthday boy, Cy Ferry, here in the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks for making the switch. We're way up over 300,000 downloads. We've been on for five months. We love being with you every Monday to Friday 5 till 7 Celtic will be playing Hibs tonight the match goes ahead despite all the controversy 13 players out the manager's not there nor is the assistant manager and Julien tested positive after coming back from Dubai they don't know where he got it but uh, he tested positive and so the players who are deemed to have been around him during the, the period when they're looking back they are out tonight but Sai and Barry you've got the Celtic team and we'll give it a few minutes ago how do you think Celtic are going to line up against Hibs? I think he'll keep to the, the same system that, that's worked over the last uh, few games. I think he'll, he'll still stick to the Ford Diamond too. Yeah. 100% with Johnson and Harper up front. You still Turnbull. expect that team to dominate the ball, Fergie, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I still would imagine that Celtic have got a, enough quality to, to win the game. It'll be tough. Listen, you're missing big players. The biggest thing is when you look at the team, it's who's missing up top. Yeah. It's your match winners up top. You've got. I, I, th- I still think if you look at that that four in the midfield, Sorrell, McGregor, Roger, and Turnbull, there's, there's still real good quality there. But it's the two up top that that may be a worry for the the Celtic fans. Yeah, it's not on the ball. I would worry about Celtic, and it'd be off it in terms of Hibbs' pace on the counter attack. You know, Nisbet and Boyle up against Welsh and, and Duffy. Mm. I fully expect Jack Ross team to sit in and try and hit Celtic on the counter. Sorrell will be massive tonight. I think he'll need to cover mm. Duffy. I think Duffy plays better than a three at the back when he's at a two. He's exposed because the two fullbacks go so high. So 
as we were just speaking about Rangers there with the, the centre midfielders covering the fullback, Sorrow will have a have a big job tonight to double up on guys like Martin Boyle when he gets the ball. Do you think he's up to it? Sorrow. Sorrow. Yeah, I think he's one of them. It's yeah. game. Every time he's there, he's up for a game. He obviously sat and watched for so so much of the season. He knows that he needs to take his chance with the captain waiting to come back in. So I think he's been outstanding, Sorrow. I think he's made a real difference to Celtic off the ball. I thought they were poor off the ball. I said that before in the first half of the season. He's brought a, an energy and, and he presses the ball much better than than players that were playing before. So I think he's kind of turned their, their season around off the ball. He's good, Fergie. Uh, yeah, he's. he's um, I think he's better. Uh, as you said sitting in that, that midfield deep line role um, but it certainly impressed me I've been shocked how good he is actually yeah. mm-hmm. he's good um, on the ball d- as well Fergie he, yep. he plays nice passes yep I know a lot's been made of um, who he's like but I, I think certainly both Sorrow and, and Turnbull coming into that Celtic team they have gave them a bit of energy there's there's no doubt about it. But if you look at that Celtic team, I'm sure Jack Ross in the Hibs dressing room will be saying to his team, listen, we've got a real opportunity mm-hmm. here. No one in three, but in a bad run. But the opportunity, and it's one of the best opportunities to go and get to three points tonight against Celtic. I've got the Hibs. What's Hibs? Big. What are they playing? I've got their team. Just looking for the Hibs team, we will give you shortly. Yep, I can tell you Macy, Doig, Halbert, Wright and Murphy all start so we'll give you the 11 as soon as we have it uh, Celtic we gave you the lineup earlier and we gave you how they will line up their, uh, Gavin Strachan is in charge tonight supported by the reserve team manager Tommy McIntyre and the reserve team coach he's been on our show a couple of times Stephen McManus so that's who's uh, in the dugout tonight we'll give you the Hibs team uh, in fact we're going to have it in a moment or two Celtic as you know Hazard, Duffy, Sorrow, Turnbull, Rogic Mikey Johnson, Frimpong, McGregor, Harper, look out for him, the American, Welsh and Laxal. Uh, on the bench, Doohan, Taylor, Connell, Coffey, Ocoflex, Henderson, Ralston, Hilda and Karamoko. Hibbs, Sai, are lining up with uh, Macy in goals, as you mentioned. That's in that. Yep, Paul McGinn, Ryan Porteous, Hanlon, Doig, Halberg, Gogic, Wright, Newell, Murphy and Nisbet, the man you were speaking about, the striker. On the bench, Dabrowski, Gray, McGregor, Stevenson, Stephen McGinn, Mallon, Bradley, Gullen and Doidge. Is that no Boyle? No, I've never seen Boyle. That's right, no Boyle. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's a big, big plus for Celtic, yeah. Yeah, big pitch, pace mm. to burn. Um, Hibs will certainly miss him. Well the thing is, what, what Hibs, yeah. have, Hibs have struggled with the last couple of weeks is pace up top. Mm-hmm. And the boy Harper's quick, as I said, I've seen him play before. And Mikey Johnson, you think, will play up there as well, Fergie? Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen him play up there. I like Johnson, do you? Yep, yeah. Listen, he's um, he's definitely got great ability. There's no doubt. He's been out a, a lengthy time. I was surprised he wasn't involved in the old firm game. I he'd been on the bench, but maybe he's. They're just watching what they're doing. As I said, he's been out for a number of months. He had a, a bad injury, um, but he's one. He, he's a player, certainly that Celtic have mid, uh, missed. Sorry, yeah. the width. Um, he, that's what he brings. But tonight, I think he'll he'll need to play through the middle because mm-hmm. simply the the personnel that. Celtic have got I think it'll be a different role for Turnbull because I think Roger could play at the top of the diamond would you? I think Turnbull might go to one of the sides instead of Christie Aye, in terms of getting out and having a bit of legs yeah to the fullbacks because I don't think Roger's is that's not his game to go and be chasing fullbacks so. I'd be surprised that he doesn't go with the same formation mm-hmm. yeah. that's worked I know it's obviously there's a number of players out but I'd be I'd be very surprised if he doesn't keep the the same um, shape of the team. So, guys, news uh, this evening: Hibs consulted their players today over whether they feel comfortable playing in the game tonight. Some are believed to have reservations about participating, but it's unclear at this stage if any have chosen not to play. So we don't know. They've got a very strong lineup. Martin Boyle well, is not in not there, but 
we just don't know I think you've yeah. got to as a club that's what you've got to do you've got to give the players the options obviously what's happened at Celtic Paul so um, it looks to me that Hibs have got the, the strongest team out so I would imagine that if Hibs have asked their players it looks to me if the players are fine with, with going and, and playing for their club but Hibs, Hibs will be they must be buzzing for this game you yeah. know you get a chance to play with Celtic with when they iron they Julian yeah. they Griffiths Edward with yep. a chance to get yourself back into third um, obviously like Fergie says it's given that everyone the option because everyone's circumstances are different it's more likely to be that isn't it yeah. than, uh, than missing out and it's on Sky main event tonight so it's, it's a great chance for Scottish football again to be showcased yep and it's something that I, again as I said I think Scottish football doesn't get enough credit mm-hmm. I think some of the games that I watched now I'll be honest with you I thought yesterday's game was a great game yeah. to watch I yeah. really enjoyed it in the vast majority of games that I've watched live, um, I've been impressed with the the quality as well. There's very good players up here, um, but one thing I love about our game is, is the speed and the the physicality. And is that that's what I mentioned before? That's my only worry with all these rules when the the physical side of the game because uh, it comes out it. But I enjoy watching Scottish football. Again, if you ask me. I would always watch Scottish football before the English Premier League because I, th- I get bored sometimes yeah, watching the... So tactical in the minute, the English I, Premier yeah, League. Is, so you're right, but if you're asking me, I enjoy mm. watching the the blood and thunder, should you say, What will you watch on the night, the 80, 80 inch? <laughs> <laughs> what size? That's it? in the bedroom suit or will you go I the 100 inch in yeah, the... I'll not be watching it. You know, ah, I'm not like kids, John. He's watching. Yeah. Well, I watch every game. Home, Queen's Park, Queen of the South, he was watching. Yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched a bit of that. I so Billy Gibson scored Park. a belter. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what was it? Alan Johnson said that Queen's Park had probably got a bigger budget than Queen yeah. of the South. And they uh, have, probably. Yeah. yeah. And I feel for Alan Johnson because I, I think he's a good manager. Mm-hmm. Do you play? He's meant to be some player fair, Yeah, he was. Um, Dick Advocate signed him and Paul Ritchie. I had a centre back. Yep, uh, both of them came at the same time on. Free, I think it was free transfers for, from oh, Hearts. Um, yeah. uh, so no, Sticky was a Sticky. A was that he used to call him Sticky. Why right. was it stuck to his feet? Yep, uh-huh. very good. Technically, very good. Um, well, never, probably never played as much as he'd wanted, but he, he definitely had great ability. Yeah, but you feel for guys like Alan Johnson. Mm. You know the budget he's probably got to Queen the South to survive in the Championship. They lose their best players every year. Um, has done, I liked him at Dunfermline we played against his Dunfermline team mm-hmm. got a lot of time for Alan Johnson I think he's a good manager he was there for quite some time wasn't he he did a good job yeah he did yeah. Mm-hmm. same yes. way I mean what going back now, I watched the game obviously so did you si. I, mean, I, I enjoy it's watching the game I enjoy yeah. watching them because um, as I said to you there's, there's good players yeah. at that level Queen's Park I mean obviously they were disappointing on the night but yeah. you look at the Queen's, Queen's Park squad yeah mm. Got some really good players. Simon Murray's there, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He was a Premier Premier League football player oh, two years ago. Yep. So. Leanne did well as well. I see she was trackside. Le- her own Leanne yep, Gretton. Yep. Yep. yep, she's everywhere. Yep. She'll be with us on Wednesday night. She'll be here. <laughs> no problem. Is it yep. you and you and Leanne? Yep. I'll yep. listen to that. I'll enjoy that. And on Thursday, Rob has Davy Proven and Richard Foster making his debut here. Oh, does he Richard Foster? Yeah. Uh-huh. I have interviewed his Mrs. Amy. Oh yeah, Amy. Uh, yeah. On uh-huh. uh, open goal. Yep. Good team then. I like them. Are you he's on, he's on sports scene just now, didn't he? No, yep, I'm not he's on. I only listen when you're on, mate. <laughs> right, what about uh, Kilmarnock Hamilton at the weekend? So I'm looking at the predictions in the last couple no, of minutes. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. I mean, Alex Dyer, a lot of people were saying he was struggling, he was yep. going to lose his mm-hmm. job. Um, again, it just shows you that he. he 7.79. Yeah. Yep. Good manager. Again, when you listen to him, he looks at 
laid back type of character um, but listen he's pulled off some great results and Chris Burke's been doing well for him and Greg Kilty scored twice I like Kelly yeah. you know I don't think he's played as much as he should at Kelly mm. I think he's that good he's that link between the midfield and strikers because mm. I think their midfield's very workman like but I don't think they create a lot and I think when you get Kilty in the hole they create more chances I think that brings the best out of Chris Burke as well so if Greg Kelly can get around the team I really like him mm-hmm. You know, I think he could be a, a main player for Kilmarnock Now that Brophy's left mm-hmm. And he did go to St Mirren We saw him uh, yesterday St Mirren won What about that one. penalty? Oh, it's, it's, was it a penalty? No, no. it's never a penalty no, I don't know what not. Bobby's done mm-hmm. No a penalty Barry, if you missed it The St Mirren were given a penalty In the 79th minute But it was never a penalty Because uh, Motherwell uh, Devante score, Cole scored in 27 minutes Motherwell looking better Did you think? Yesterday from the highlights Yeah I think they had The better of the first half mm-hmm. um, I think St Mern Had the better of the second half uh, I fully expected I, th- I mean as I said To use uh, on Friday I actually enjoy watching Jim Goodwin's St Mern team yeah. um, I think he's he's built a, a good squad They've got a good way of playing um, They work really hard So I, I, I thought they would have won But listen It's a good start for Graham Alexander A yep. point away from um, Away from home Against a, a decent St Mern team and what can you say about Livingston that we haven't said? 3-1 against Ross County. You know, Yogi, they got the equaliser, they were in it for a while, but Livingston, who's going to stop them? Did you hear him shouting at the side? Oh, I did. Oh, sports I did. Yeah, yeah. Me. Uh, Peter would have been getting flung about after that game for Big Yogi because he was not happy. But no. again, Livingston, it's so easy to say it's just enthusiasm and, and hard work, but they've got me in about them. You know, I like Pittman in the middle of the pitch. Uh, Jason Holt good football player mm-hmm. uh, and uh, J. Emmanuel Thomas is a right good player he mm-hmm. came on and changed the game I thought he done really well when he came on he looks to me like he needs to get himself a wee bit more a bit a bit fitter but I think if J. Emmanuel Thomas can get himself fit he'll be a big big player he's some grounding good player mate Arsenal and Where QPR yeah yep. liked him and uh, Levy 3 Ross County 1 as you mentioned Dundee United St Johnson tomorrow night that will go ahead who do you fancy have you changed your opinion I'll, no, I'll yeah. still, I, I think Mickey will, will Mickey get the vital three mm-hmm. points for Dundee United. But St Johnson were massive favourites at the weekend. I wondered why, if the bookies yeah. maybe knew something that, that other know. people didn't. St John's, I think Dundee were like three to one, so St Johnson were the, the big favourites. So I don't know whether they've got players missing or what, but I agree with Fergie. I think Dundee United, I think Dundee United will finish top six, mm-hmm. just just purely on Mickey Mellon's organisation and, and how he is with his team. I, I hope he does well, Mickey. He deserves it. He deserves a chance. To, to work at the, the highest level and this obviously being the Premier League in, in Scotland because he, he he done f- some fantastic jobs down in England So, That's last funny. minute tonight then what do you think Barry? Celtic against Hibs 22 point gap with Rangers What's going to happen? I think Celtic will win the game Yep, I, I still look and I, I, I do think they've got enough quality certainly in that midfield area um, yep. Yep. To, to hurt Hibs but I'll, be, I'll know be as I said um, on Friday I think Celtic would win the game by three goals I'm no Narrow I'm doubting up. that okay. I'm going 3-2 so I think it'll be a lot of goals in three the game 3-2 <laughs> wow. I think three two I think it'll be a lot I don't think either team are particularly good defensively um, so I expect it'll be a lot of goals we'll go for it you'll be watching so what are you doing tonight for your birthday I'm going to go and get some food yep. few, I'm going to have a few glasses of Fergie's vegan chocolate wine uh-huh. which I can't wait and uh Snuggle up on the couch, Paul. Excellent. With Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> socially distance. Of course, we will socially distance. Sai, thanks very much. Very Congratulations. Nice. Barry, uh, we'll see you on Wednesday night. Um, you know, we're all gutted that the lower leagues, as we call it, uh, apart from the SPFL and the Championship, they will finish uh, till at least next month. But we hope you are back soon. Stay safe, everyone. Look after yourselves. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. 
Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. 